You're listening to the Protectors of the Wood podcast, episode 45. Yuvia helps Abby talk about her secret world. Almost three hours went by as Yuvia and Abby headed up the river. During the last hour. Abby was sailing the living world and loving it. Yuvia talked nonstop. No disasters occurred. I'm starving. We're almost at half moon. We'll tie up at the dock on the park side. I'd better show you how to safely slow down to the dock. Yuvia hugged the left side of the river, and soon they approached a pier with empty spaces. We've got to time this right. Get ready to lower the sail and pull in the boom. Abby took the rope, holding the sail to the top of the mast off the cleat. Get ready. Ready. Now. Abby let go of the rope and pulled the sail to the deck. The living world quickly lost headway against the current, but they were near the shore, and the wind was behind them. They slowly drifted into the dock. Abby held it off with both hands, and then stepped off with the bow rope and tied it to the cleat. Yuvia used an oar to bring the stern to the dock. Success! The dock attendant came trotting up. Oh, it's you, Yuvia. Everything okay? We're good. I hope Brenda's is still open. Until dark. Great. Let's go, Abby. Abby was still sitting in the boat, feeling no desire to mix with people. Oh, uh, I think I'll just stay here. I'm not very hungry. Just bring me something. Yuvia gave her a long look and nodded, and then walked ashore. Abby moped alone in the boat. How am I going to describe my problem to Yuvia? Should I even try? It's so strange and complicated. Should Yuvia know about the mapstick? Well, she actually knows already. She's trustworthy and discreet, and I really need somebody. It's all too crazy, too much for me. I think I'm going crazy. Abby stared out at the water. Sailing today. I actually started to feel happy, like a normal person, part of the living world. I've got to do this more often. I've got to trust Yuvia. Abby sat in a daze for what seemed like a long time. Eventually, Yuvia returned, holding a full paper bag with both hands. Best tamales in the universe. Coffee, potato squash chips, lots of them. Apple cider. Come on, take this bag. We'll eat in the boat. She handed the bag to Abby and stepped down. I'm going to hand out stuff, and you're going to eat. It's mandatory. I'm the captain. Abby began to smell the hot food. Whoa, there's so much of it, and I owe you money. No, I'm the captain, and you're the crew. I give the orders. Start with some cider and a cheese tamale. Munch on these delicious chips. 
The tamales were fresh and hot, each one wrapped in corn husks. Abby began to pick at the food. Yuvia had finished two tamales and a large handful of chips while Abby was just getting started. Mmm, this is so good. I'm starting to get hungry. Yuvia waited silently and patiently. Abby looked away out at the river flowing by. She was wondering. Where do I even start to tell this story? I can't say a word, but I can eat. Finish that second tamale. It's mandatory. Once you're finished, I'm going to tell you something important. If you want to hear it, you better eat. Abby stuffed herself and then leaned back against the mast. They sat close together in the thin boat. Yuvia spoke in a low voice. Abby, since you can't talk, I'm going to tell you your own story. If I start to get it wrong, interrupt me and add details I'm leaving out. Got it? You're going to tell me my story? We haven't seen each other in years. But I really hope you can. I've got to hear this. You know, I've been following your recent career, and I've got lots of sources. Plus, I remember you very well. Back when I was River Girl, and you were who? Come on, say it. I was Ghost Girl. Abby was almost in tears. To have Yuvia back as a friend, someone who knew much of her secret life, almost made her sob with joy. She felt relieved of part of her burden. Yuvia clearly had a plan for this conversation, and she continued. In this story, River Girl spent a lot of time where? Well, lots of places. She had a whole team of people on the river. They had a hideout on an island in the wetland. They explored and they showed up with a fleet of boats in emergencies. Other young warriors would join them to help people and deal with problems. I was just thinking about that today. You remember? When I spoke to the crowd and promised an armada for the UN conferences? Yuvia was smiling. I sure do remember. That's my idea. You picked it up out of thin air. I've been preparing people from River City to Fisher's Island, all across the wetlands and up to the Northern State University. We have an organization with no name. People with boats love my idea. And now it's your idea too. We're a team. But what do I do on this team? Ah, uh, that's where your story comes in. Well, go ahead, tell it. Okay, but you'll have to answer questions like, tell me, where was the ghost girl from? Where did she spend her time? Sunny was just asking me. She was from everywhere. And her mother was? The good fairy. And the good fairy spends a lot of time where? She could go everywhere. She could fly and knew what was happening all over. Animals were her spies. She could zoom into a situation just in the nick of time. And the ghost girl did what? 
She learned from the good fairy. But the ghost girl could never do all the things the good fairy could do. But still, the ghost girl had special talents. She could even do things that the good fairy couldn't do. Really? I don't remember that. The good fairy had a special wand with the magical light at the tip. And the ghost girl had a wand too. Hmm, that's interesting. The ghost girl did have a sort of wand, more like a staff. And it had a light too. It's strange I'd forgotten that. But you just remembered recently because? The map stick. The wand wasn't so big, but yeah, it was very similar. And the ghost girl's wand had special powers too, right? Abby was getting all choked up. She looked away, trying to control herself. Yuvia gave her a careful look. I'm starting to hit the problem, right? Abby gave a sob or a moan and tears fell. This is too hard. It's scary. Okay, just one more question. These special powers, where did the ghost girl use them? Oh, the wand shone in the dark, at night, and underground, especially underground. Tell me about the underground. It was a secret from most people. They were afraid, so the ghost girl was the queen of the underworld. She could go places nobody else could go. She could travel here and there with no one knowing. And she could find out things, enter the dream dimension, foretell the future, and contact other powers, both good and bad. And she could help to heal people, at least sometimes. People got lost down there, like in a dream, and the ghost girl could find them. She even... Tears streamed down Abby's face. She, she even found herself. Abby could no longer speak. She put her face in her hands. The attendant called from the dock. Is everything okay? It's good to cry sometimes. Yuvia pulled a bandana from the tiny storage compartment and gave it to Abby. Dry your eyes. Drink some cider. You'll see you way more clearly now. After a few minutes, Abby said, I'm remembering things in a flood. I don't know why I couldn't think of them before. You remember things when you need them. Hmm. When did you get to be so smart? I've always been smart. I should say, we've always been smart. And now we have to use it. I'm trying. I can see you've got this tiger by the tail. Wanna tell me any more? The voices, babbling from the underworld. What are they? Before, I only heard them underground. But lately, I hear them almost anywhere. I feel like I've got to track them down or they'll drive me crazy. Hmm, do you think you can do it? Track them down? I'm pretty sure I can. 
But I'm afraid. Wendy warned me not to. Really? What did she say? Something about having a full plate for that day. Not to spoil it by adding anything. And there's an ancient rhyme that goes with the voices. A line goes, Very few have found the way from the stream of ghosts to the light of day. Hmm. Very few. Very few is not none. And Wendy didn't say no. It sounds like at least she implied that your day would come. Yeah, I think so. That's why I'm a mess. I have to confront this, whatever it is, tonight. As soon as it gets dark. Do you know the way? Not really. I mean, I know a little bit, but not enough. The map stick puts a map of the underworld in my mind, but the place I'll have to go isn't on the map. I know the direction, but then it just dissolves, vanishes. It's in the underworld somewhere, but it's off the chart. I have a feeling you know what you're going to do. Here, take this coffee. It's good. They sat sipping strong, bitter coffee from small paper cups. The day was darkening, and the clouds were more threatening. The wind had picked up and was knocking them against the pier. Yubia tied a couple of pontoons to protect the boat. Looking downstream, there was nothing but darkness. The sky upstream had a bit of pale light left from the day. Abby remembered a song of Wendy's. A few times, when I'm sad or afraid, I remember Wendy singing the song. Well, go on. I want to hear it too. Abby sang softly. Time has flown by like the wind in the trees. Who knows where it comes from, where it's going, you can't see. When you were a child, it seems like yesterday. The years have gone by like an afternoon at play. Yes, it's about us. Abby. Get ready. We've got to outrun this storm coming up behind us. The tide is coming in with the storm. Tide all the way up here in Half Moon? Yeah, tide all the way to the wetland. It comes up the river, makes it flow slower and faster when it goes out. Take your rope off the cleat. Here we go. Yubi assailed the living world, and Abby sat and thought and dreamed. The wind was stronger. The voices were a low murmur. She felt more confident and was less afraid. Keeping watch for obstacles in the river kept her on the alert. A full moon beginning to rise could barely be seen through dark clouds coming from the ocean behind them. Yubia knew every inch of the river, so Abby didn't worry about rocks or sandbars. So where do you want to get off? A bit of rain was in the air. Same place, near the cemetery. Yubia said, Coming ashore, sail down. 
Take it off the mast and we'll roll it up on the boom. The storm will be powerful. I won't risk the run by night. You can stay in my cottage. Abby said this despite her misgivings about having Yuvia seen by stalkers. No, I'll be at the West Isle in less than an hour. I have the motor, the tide, and the wind. Oh, can you smell that? The duck hands smell it. They don't know what it is, but it's definitely there. Just thought I'd let you know. Abby didn't know what to make of it and was too overwhelmed to think about it. She put on her backpack. The living world slid up the mud just before the bridge. It was practically dark. Yuvia followed Abby onto the shore and gave her a long hug and stepped back into the boat. Next time you're in Rivergate, I've got a special present for you. You can guess what it is. Okay, Abby, push me off now. The boat drifted downstream. Suddenly the low sound of the motor joined the ripple of water and the living world disappeared into the night. Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood podcast. Episode 46 coming soon. To hear all the episodes, visit us at www.protectorsofthewood.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Protectors of the Wood book series. Time has flown by like the wind in the trees. Who knows where it comes from, where it's going, you can't see. When you were a child, it seems like yesterday. Have gone by like an afternoon at play. How do I long for your glowing face? Like a love that I have lost. Please give me peace before I'm torn apart. I'm just one of many. I may be